Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This podcast contains strong language and adult themes from the outset. Hello and thanks for listening to Because You Watched, the podcast that comes up with brand new ideas for TV shows and movies. My name's Rory and I'm a producer. It'll be my job to identify an underexploited video-on-demand category and gather some creative people to brainstorm some ideas. This episode's pictures include a government-trained super soldier adapting to his new high school life, a time-skipping look at British teenagers and their attempts at making the best of a disappointing night out, and a visit to a surreal world where teenagers are put to death for failing to find love. And joining me for this brainstorming session is actor and broadcaster David Brain. Hello there. Hello. Actor and writer Georgia Maguire. Hello. Hi. And comedian Adam Hess. Hello. All right. This episode, your category was Teen First Love TV Programs, which is a real category on Netflix. Now, before we start making our own ideas, let's look at what's already in that category. It has 14 titles within it, 13 of which were made in Asia, like the show That Was Your Homework, which was Love Alarm. What did everybody think of Love Alarm? <sighs> Lest we forget. <laughs> Not Love a fan? Love Alarm. It was tricky. I struggled. So Love Alarm is a 2019 South Korean romance story about a world where an app alerts users to someone who loves them when they're within a 10 meter oh, radius. That's what it was about. I didn't get that. That is what it was about. <laughs> yes. I did not that yeah. So you found it painful to to do how long did he do it in one sitting? Yes, one sitting. Um, and I had subtitles on because I was on a train and I forgot my earphones. So I had subtitles and the sound on a very low volume oh. and the subtitles did not correlate with the dubbing. Not at all. You're yeah. right. Unbelievable. You're right. Three yeah. different shows. Piss me off. There was at one point some, when I was originally, I watched it with subtitles a little bit and I had to turn off because it was it was so wrong. It was like, hey, you're just a fat jerk. And, <laughs> like, and I, I was like, no one's speaking. No one's speaking. I was like, it was like a con- almost a continuity shot. Yeah. It was like there was no one on the screen. It was like, bir- it was like birds and a roof. So like, you're just a fat jerk with muscle head. I was like, what? I, was like, I didn't know what was going on. Was it subtitling the birds, maybe? It was subtitling yeah. the birds, I think it was. <laughs> so, so this is... Set in South Korea, we've got, what have we got? We've got a handsome guy. Is he the male lead? Is he like the, the, the recipient I, of the love in the show? He gets a lot of love. A lot of alarms go off. Uh, who is it who's giving the, the, lo- the love? Is there a female lead? All, all the females. But she did, the one that he likes doesn't beat her alarm for him. Oh, so, so she doesn't have gets, the app. So What's that? She doesn't have well, the app. Well, he gets love from everyone except this one girl. Exactly. And so, yeah. Right. What's that app called? The one that you, There's actually a one, isn't there, where you walk past people. Is it called Bumble? It's called Happen, mate. You know it's called Happen. Happen. What? It's pathetic. Come on, on, you're walking here. All right, fine. I don't know. They didn't explain how the app worked. Because it was like, there was a a bit where a girl refuses to get the app because it would prove that her and her boyfriend don't actually love each other. Ooh, okay. But I was like, well, would, would it? What does the app know that we don't? Like, surely yeah. it's user input, but I yeah. guess not. No, I guess it, it's, it's a magic app. It, it was very confusing because there was a big cloud. <laughs> That's I what I was just the about cloud. to say. The one thing I didn't understand, when the really handsome guy comes to the school for the first time, everyone looks up in the sky and there's a heart cloud mm. with a circle around it. 
in the sky because of apps. We're a few weeks away from Facebook doing that. Too. That's, just, <laughs> that's just the thing. They're just yeah. pumping some gas in there. It's to true. Control it's true. It's fine. Like that. Yeah, it's One of my favourite things about the show, actually, I looked into the episode titles, <laughs> which are fantastic. I don't, I don't know this. But it's, it's like, at least this is what Wikipedia said, it's like, it's like somebody's fed in um, what would make um, an 80s hair metal ballad. Ooh. Like fed in all of the ingredients you'd need to get those titles, and then a, a computer spat it out. The miracle of two people liking each other <laughs> is episode two. Is that someone just literally forgot the word for love? Yeah, <laughs> yeah trying to and then, like, somewhere, yeah. or they yeah. didn't have the letter V on their keyboard. So, 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 what does everyone think the critical consensus and the audience consensus was? It's really, really, really popular. That was another bit that my research threw up was that it's incredibly popular on Netflix, and they're making a second series. That's so right. there's more Love Alarm there's coming. More to, there's more to come. I there's plenty more wait. to come. Yeah, I think I think it's wrong crowd, isn't it? We're not. We're not, We're absolutely not the target market for that show. But also, if I watched that when I was 16 or 15 or whatever, I think I'd have been really depressed because we weren't going around like staring lovingly at each other. You no. know, it was yeah. like you like would thrilled if you got a text or a fingering in a car park <laughs> no it wasn't like how st- holding hands on the stairs what was that yeah, we're not the target market which i find it really bad when you know when people say like paddington 2 is actually shit it's like it's for your son anytime a grown-up has too much a passionate opinion yeah. on a kid's film it's like it's like, oh, this edge of sketch is beneath me. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not made for you. It's fine, yeah. So how do we think it fits the category teen first love TV programs? I'd say perfectly. Perfectly? I think so. No, no. We have to acknowledge this is a fail because this is a teen first love. Yeah. yeah? There is a 45-year-old man in that playing a child. <laughs> Which the, one? The, the model. model? No, the 45-year-old with stubble who has an immaculate blazer and everyone oh. calls him a nerd. Who's that? I've got a photo of him on my phone. I'm oh, the one, that saw, the one that saw the cloud. Show me that photo and I'll ID this man's age. <laughs> okay, so let's have a look. This could be an oak tree that we're looking at. <laughs> an oak tree wearing a blazer and... He's 26. It, how old is that bit of website you're on? That's... That's, that's the, I haven't updated my internet in at least a decade. So. <laughs> 26, all right. So you guys have now got to come up with ideas which fit the category as good as that. David? This actually is my favourite idea I've ever had Ooh. for anything ever. Uh, I know, we're I know. We're so ready, I know we're ready. Myself up. Okay, it's called Love is War, and this is about uh, Child 2. Child 2 was found in a cot outside a top-secret military base, and uh, through various nefarious means and ways, the US government adopted Child 2 and trained Child 2 from birth to be the best highly trained killer all by the age of 13 but then through really sudden and unfortunate budget cuts yeah. in the US government <laughs> the top secret military base is closed very very quickly and very very suddenly so child 2 is left and has nowhere to go but because of befriending one of the trainers Ralph <laughs> Ralph puts child 2 up for adoption and uh, child 2 is adopted by a hippie family in California called the Warrens Okay. And um, Love is War <laughs> follows the story of Child 2 
or Zach, as he's later later known, um, having to become a teenager because he doesn't understand the concept of a teenager. He doesn't know what it is. He doesn't know what any of the things that we took for granted are. And in the middle of all this, he's at high school. He's been enrolled by the Warrens. He falls in love with a girl called Sophia Rose. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So he's in there and he doesn't understand what this is. He he knows the feelings consume him as they do like any teenager, but he doesn't really understand what's... What's going on? So at the same time, he's, he's hiding his superpowers, so to speak, and he's falling in love with Sophia Rose. There's a challenge from uh, Russian intelligence who are aware who Child 2 and therefore Zach is and where he is and what he's doing. So they're trying to get him, whilst at the same time, he's trying to fight them off, fall in love with Sophia Rose and learn how to be a teenager. As the series goes on... <laughs> I told you this is good, isn't mm, it? Yeah. Very. As the series goes on, it turns out that Sophia Rose was also... <gasps> Come on. No way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She She's also a child, child killer. Brilliant. She's child three, precisely. So throughout the series, they come, they love each other for who they are trying to be, and it turns out they love each other for who Brilliant. they are. Like Mr. Are. and Mrs. Smith, but for teens. There you go. Come, can we clap? That was amazing. <laughs> All right. That Thank was you. brilliant. Thanks very much. Thanks. So how does Child 2's uh, dark assassin past manifest in his daily life? So he's, he's got a struggle of trying to become a normal kid. Is he like accidentally like grappling teachers or choking yeah, exactly. people out so closets? Exactly. So his, his kind of, uh, you know, un, un, almost unhuman kind of um, mastery of all martial arts come into play. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Just things like gym class yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, he has to hide the fact that he can speak all languages. He has to hide that. Think how difficult that would be. Yeah. No, it's not. Unless someone's slagging you off in Chinese. If you're in school. And you have to not cry. <laughs> so Don't you, react. Oh, you're a silly idiot. Don't react. Oh, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, he's, he, honest, no, the, the having not knowing your own strength or, yeah. you know, or when people say like, hey, buddy, look alive. And they throw a basketball at your head and he just bursts it with his hand. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's exactly, a cool yeah. thing. They go, oh, the new kid's actually a bit tough. Yeah. Stuff so like when, he, when he starts the school and when he starts to try and figure out himself as a teenager, he, he thinks all of his um, abilities are a negative. But then as, as it comes in, it starts to become more of a positive. So when Sophia has a problem or the daughter of the adopted family that he lives with is being bullied, he can deal with that in a way that only a stone-cold killer can. <laughs> What, what, what are the ways he deals with that? I'd love to hear Well, he just, dispa- scene, he d- just dispatches scene. the bully. You know, it's the kind yeah. of classic bully. He stands up to the bully in a way that the bully would never have been stood up to before. Yeah. Murdered. Precisely. <laughs> like, like fingers up the nose, like lifting him off the ground. All that. Yeah. All yeah. of that. All yeah. of that. But, but also, there's no, and also he's trained to the point where there's no trace of anything he's done. You know, he's, he, oh, moves in, he moves in the yeah, shadows. Yeah, yeah. So, and also, yeah. is it possible that... So we saw a montage of him using all these things, like all these sort of spy weapons yeah. back in the day. And now we see, like, he's just left in a room with science stuff, and he's able to defend himself from the bully. Using test tubes. Yeah, well, you, yeah exactly. test tubes, but it's all sort of similar to the spy stuff. Yeah. And he's like, oh, protractor, in the eye. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Punch yeah. him in the head, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, so Russia, the Russian yeah. intelligence is trying to kill him in a high school. And he's using his, you know, he's using, like, the essentially, you know, like in yeah. Rocky, the hay but, but leaving thing. no he's trace. Doing, but leaving no yeah. trace at all. And but it's like, all, a, it's like you cut to, like, a, the gym class coming down the hall, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cut to him fighting off the guys. You can hear them coming. Then he's, like, pushes the guys in the cupboard, like, leans against the door. Exactly. And, oh, hi guys! Yeah. Hey, Zach, hey Zach, are you going to gym? And he's like, Yeah, miss. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be there soon. It's like yeah. scrapes his fingers down the blackboard to disable someone who's coming after him. Yes, runs off, and then the head teacher says, Hey, Zach, 
you're sweating. And, goes, and then he was like, it was Jim Class. <laughs> so it was like that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. How, how are the Russian agents infiltrating the school? Is it possible that we could insert a little bit of a, like a sleeper agent? Is one of the students maybe in with the Definitely. Russians or something? One of the teachers, or one of the teachers is go. a Russian spy. Well, there's a really old looking kid. Maybe we could cast the guy from oh, Love Alarm. Oh, and yes. he's one of the spies. It. Could it be that there's an old looking kid called Dimitri? And he's really good at stuff, and everyone's like suspicious of him. And it turns out um, he was—he's just an ugly child called Dimitri. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it was the guys that, like, a teacher that he trusted, and he was confiding in the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So he was like, "Oh yeah, I shouldn't tell you this, but I'm uh, whatever. Yeah. I can't say too much." Poor so Dimitri. That's, <laughs> exactly. that, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Dimitri's like a secret hero. Maybe Dimitri yeah. saves the day in one scene. Turns out Dimitri comes down the corner. It's like, oh no, he's in trouble. Here comes Dimitri, oh, and then he helps right. him. It's like, he, oh, Dimitri is a good guy. Yeah. We were so racist all along, <laughs> assuming Dimitri was a bad guy. <laughs> and maybe when he comes into the school as well, he like he thinks everything that teenagers do is really shit. He thinks they're really immature. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and he comes in and actually he finds it really difficult to get on their level because they're there like drinking cider in Ooh. the playground or yeah. whatever. Yeah, he has to learn to he has to learn to live. He has yeah. to learn to cut loose like a teenager does. Yeah, and he, he's always he's always on. So at one point someone slams a locker. He thinks it's a gun. Exactly. And he he just does a backflip. He doesn't know why. He's, he's, he's got a bit of PTSD corridor. from some yeah. Charles Darwin. That's the thing. That's the subtext. He, he, he's, had a, he's had a troubled past, hasn't he? Yes, like, absolutely. So it's not all fun and games. No. And when people are like, oh my God, I nearly died last night. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes everything Sorry. completely yeah. literally. Hello again, just interrupting for a second to let you know that you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by searching for You Watched Pod, where you'll find additional content, podcast news and exciting updates on my quest for the next big thing. That's You Watched Pod on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. What have we got next from Georgia? Okay, so... Mine is taking into account how sad Love Alarm made me feel and how unrealistic a portrayal of my teenage experience I felt it was. So mine is called One Night a Week. And uh, it's based on, I guess, yeah, my teenage experiences. So um, we used to get paralytically drunk on a small grassy verge of land between uh, Kingston and Surbiton stations. And that's basically what we used to do every weekend. And I was only allowed out one night a week. Um, so I would, that would be the one, you know, we'd have huge plans, which would be really exciting, which would always fall flat. So we'd end up on this grassy verge dressed as like, I don't know, fairies or goths or some like weird costume age 14 or 15 that we thought would hopefully entice the boys from the boys school um and there was this horrible group of boys who used to come and 3d us this is actually a really tragic tale they used to do this thing called 3d which is like they would grab you by the neck and throw you on the floor is that a wrestling move (laughs) is it called a 3d called a 3d Grab you okay. by the neck. And they never actually did it to me, and I was supposed to be grateful for that. So that is what really happens. You, you should be you should be grateful for that. <laughs> is this a TV show, or are you just telling us some awful no, things? No, this is, this is, so this, okay, so anyway, so this that's is the genuine the teenage experience. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, the background. So in One Night a Week, Hannah, who's 15, and goes to a girls' school, 
in a suburb of London. Um, every weekend goes out on this big plan, which normally goes wrong. Um, and they end up on this grassy verge. Um, and then the boys arrive. And then some kind of big party begins. And they're all in this like mad costumed furore. Uh, and then Hannah falls in love with a different boy every week. Um, and uh, a long term relationship in those days was two weeks. And then at the end of that, of the episode, Hannah goes home and gets grounded by her parents. For presumably five or so days and exactly. then the next and weekend the next it all weekend. happens again. And that that's the, that is the, the series. Right. One well, night right. a week. I really like that there's a new love interest every episode. Exactly. Could, could she get grounded and it's like seven days but the whole episode's been building up to a things happening next week. It's like episode eight has become a bit of a catchphrase. It's like, you're grounded for five days. <laughs> and then she looks at the camera and goes, ding! Uh, but th- this, this time in episode eight, it's like you're grounded for seven days. And it's like, what? <laughs> I, 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 I used to ask my parents to ground me because I thought it was cool. I'd seen it on TV shows. <laughs> so I was like, can you just, uh, next time I'm bad. I was like, so wait, where's this? <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> make sure my mate's here. Next time I'm bad, can you ground me? And my mum was like, well, you don't do anything. So there's no point. Like I didn't, I didn't leave the house. So there's no point. So well, I think that would be a really good character. Oh, I think that the um, Adam can be a, a character in it. The guy yeah. who we can cast that never does well, anything right? wrong. Yeah. Well, or not even, was annoying. Adam, Adam you, you, you can play a teen, right? So when you did it, you this is before this is before like WhatsApp and stuff. Yeah. So how did you you just went there just hoping you'd bump into people? Oh no, or, but we had te- I mean text how, textual text? communication existed. Oh you could text, could you? Oh yeah. Sorry, I'm quite old. So I just if I'm so old. No, what, how old? Like communicating via smoke signals. <laughs> how old do you need to be for this to be confusing? Well, because I didn't have I didn't have that when I was when I was sort of that you age. Didn't have a text didn't message. Have, didn't have a phone, no. What? So those formative years, like it was just you just sort of you just go outside and hope to bump into someone. That's sad, isn't it? That was pretty much it. Well, that was also what, I mean, was... what it turned out to be, really. So, but well, yeah, this grassy verge, uh, it seems like people just kind of congregate here well, yeah. Yeah. almost as a side effect. Because you're saying she kind of has other plans and then ends up on the verge. Because well, the plans never come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. always a disaster because everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give up. My parents are going away. You can have our house party here. No. So do we see the stuff that could have been or does it always open on the verge and it goes, I guess we didn't get into the theme park. (laughs) I think there should be like a utopian moment when Hannah sees like what her weekend, what her Friday night could be. Right. Uh, Ah, yes. That's the pre-titles every episode and then the first scene just cuts them on the verge and it's like, well, they're all covered in feathers and it's like, well, that prank didn't go as expected. It's just so tragic and, you know, if you have a daughter, I just don't. Yeah, but that's that's it. Hanging out. Can I, I got, I've got an awful uh, admission that I have to make right now. I called the police on some youths oh like last night. Because you were worried about them. Were they no, hanging out the They were merge? outside my house being aggressive. And what I called, were they I doing? Called the police. They were sitting on my car. What? Outside oh, my house. Out and I phoned the police, right? I called the police and I said, hi there. Um, there's about 30, and that's not an exaggeration, there's about 30 kids like between the age of about 12 and maybe about 20 outside my front door sitting on my car that's a big car that's a bus there's a lot <laughs> <laughs> you've got to stretch limo in your yeah. driveway and the lady on the phone the, the police officer on the phone went um that's not illegal they sit what? on your car and i said i, I said but it's in your driveway i know i said but they're sitting on my car and they're outside my house and yeah. she said she went no that's not I, all, right, all right fine i'll try i'll try that's what she says and so i put the phone down i'll see if we can make it illegal and then about two minutes later called me back and went yeah, your request has been declined. Oh! 
Actually, I, don't, I didn't realise. I didn't realise you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise you're allowed to decline a, a rec- thing. And she said, "No, sorry, they're not. They're not there's too many too many things going on. They're not going to do it." Wow. And I said, "I said, all right. I'm relieved." Yeah, yeah. Right, but but you know so, what? Yeah, exactly. I'm no, sorry, I hope your car was all right. Your car was fine, but then literally five <laughs> minutes later, two meat wagons, three police cars, <gasps> children being thrown. All over the road. Oh my! Properly arrested because you phoned up and told a lie, didn't no, no, you? No, no, I didn't tell a lie. You said they're killing someone. <laughs> so you thought they they weren't allowed to turn down a request. So you thought you could just phone up and say, uh, "I fancy looking at a cop. Can he come over?" <laughs> is that you? Just think they'll say yes to anything. Mate, they've got to have a line somewhere. This is true. Well, I think that's another good scene. Yeah, we'll there you go. Yeah. And, and we'll there you go. We've already got Adam in it. We may as well get David yeah, in it as the person who calls the cops scared, on everyone. Scared. The <laughs> I called the police the other day for the first time in my life. Ooh. Two, maybe two weeks ago, I uh, I was walking down the street uh, in Islington and someone cycled past me to try and steal my phone, but they did not get it. I've got a lovely clutch. Yeah. And, they say that about you. And he, but, so, and he just cycled off and I was like, oh, I've got to chase him now, I think. <laughs> so, I, so I chased him. And as I was chasing him, he stole a girl's phone. Oh. And then he turned around and she was screaming. He then did a 180 and was now coming towards me. And I was like, I think that's what I wanted. He's now coming <laughs> this is, towards me. This is your me. moment, I think. <laughs> like, yeah. Great. Yeah. And he's coming towards me. I was like, um, and I just like matadored him, stood to one side and just kicked him off his bike. No. He just like, the side of the bike. This is a lie. This is true. He ran off because he'd fallen off the bike. He ran off with the girl's phone. And as he was running, he dropped her phone. And I was chasing him. Yeah. He dropped her phone and I stood on it. Oh, like, no. Like, I guess <laughs> broke the screen or something. And I just kept running after him. And as I was running, I got like, I was like gaining on him. I thought to myself, I think I'm going to catch him. And I thought, What do I do? I thought, I don't know if I want to catch him. <laughs> I don't know how to catch someone. Like, what do you. Yeah, what do you do? How do you yeah, catch how someone? Do you subdue someone. So, yeah, and I was like, You. Like, you can't kill them. Like, I, don't, like, but I was like, <laughs> What do you do? Like, if I did catch him and somehow the police came, he's not got. There's no evidence that a crime happened because he doesn't have her phone or my phone. Yes. So it's you just. just I am chasing a boy. I'm chasing a boy. <laughs> And um, and then he jumped over a fence, yeah. and I thought, thank God, I'm now kind of morally allowed to stop chasing now. Yeah. And um, I went back to check the girl was okay, and she didn't say thank you, even though I'm the reason she got her phone back. Oh. And I walked off, and I was like, all right, I don't know who to tell. I'm not going out with anyone, so I can't call my girlfriend. My my male friends will just call me stupid, so I just called the police. <laughs> so I called 111, and, uh, oh, this is too long. And then, <laughs> yeah, cut out. Long story okay. short. <laughs> did they say they're going to call you back? What, did, they, did they take your uh, story on board? What happened? They, they said, do you want to report it? And I was like, no. Like, why, why are you calling us then? I told them what happened. I was like, just so you know, this. You said I just, no. You said I just need to get off my chest. Well, you... I don't have a counsellor now. <laughs> um, I told them what happened. They were like, I guess. They were like, I, was like, I, just, I just want you to know that this did happen. And he was wearing a blue jacket. And I think he may live like around here if he does it, someone does it again. And he said, do you want to do a proper report? I was like, ah, don't worry about it. And then they were like, what a fucking weird waste of time. What happened to the bike? Sorry, one quick question. Oh, this is a great twist. Um, I'm sorry, Rory. I'm so glad we're getting so it. Sorry, As I went Rory. back to check that the girl was all right, there was another guy on the bike and he said, I've got his bike. So someone stole his bike. <laughs> hey! That's brilliant. Yeah, that was good. That's, that's and good. I was that's like, good. Oh, fair good. enough, fair enough. 
So, back to One Night a Week. Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. Um, so, he, she meets different groups of people every week yep. and there's like a new love interest every week. Can you give me like an example episode? Like, who's in this group this episode? What happens? Who's the boy? Mm, okay, so the boy, in, for example, in the first episode could be a boy from the boys' school. Okay. Um, let's say for, you know, argument's sake, Sam Tiernan, <laughs> for example, as a name. Um, and maybe they've been kind of having a couple of tests and Sam Tiernan says, I'm going to meet you, let's do something. And then maybe Sam Tiernan doesn't turn up to The Verge. And then when he does turn up to The Verge, he's with someone else. Oh, Oh my God. God. So this this isn't personal experience? No, absolutely not. Do you know what Sam Tiernan's up to these days? Yeah, 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 we're living in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Good for him. Working in HR. Series two, we think they're going to run out of steam, but no, because the council want to flatten The Verge to build a bank... (laughs) <laughs> so and then the kids have to get together all the all the boys and the girls have to club yeah. together to yeah. fight off the, the baddies or the capitalists or whatever the angle is yeah that's right they've got to form a choir and mm. sing yeah. and sing them straight sing them away oh, yeah, I, exactly. I need to add actually it should be set in the noughties because I think teenagers are probably much cooler now yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they've got, they've got, got more stuff, stuff going on verges. they don't hang out they hang out in Fortnite instead they hang out, no, they hang outside yeah. my fucking house <laughs> that's <laughs> true on your car yeah, yeah. Sit on my car season two the car <laughs> and you'll hang out on some guy's car who's terrified in the window <laughs> actually maybe you could do it for different decades no there you maybe go I like that twist you know so you could see how teenagers one night a week how they spent their one night out of the weekend 60s 70s 80s 90s noughties i can count yeah brilliant very good very good work and it turns out we're all the same that's the thing where nothing changes fashion changes really deep as well very deep very deep what does adam have up his sleeve uh mine is called the eye of the beholder how do i spell beholder you'll see oh it's bh (laughs) okay O D D D R. It's set in the fu- dystopian future where, or utopian, take your take your pick, where um, people are be- like the population is going down. People are are sl- finding it unable to have kids, and it's because they don't love each other. And you can only conceive if it's a, if it's actual love making. <laughs> And so you, I need, feel sick. you need to be in love. And there's a high school, yeah? Yes. Um, there's a high school, and uh, the, so the rules at all schools are if you're not in love by the end of the semester, you get killed. Wow. Because you're, ta- you're, a, you're a drain on resources. <laughs> wow. So they're like, we can't feed you unless you're helping out the population. So weirdly, they want to increase the population, but also... <laughs> They think you're a dra- they do think you're a drain. So they, they just want they want babies. They want we want we yeah. want children. So every every school uh yeah, it's like you kind of a race, you gotta you gotta be in love. <laughs> but there's one boy who is the ugliest boy in the world Aww. and his name is Brother <laughs> and uh he's he's a very, very ugly boy very ugly boy. Aww. And uh, so he's like, oh, he's not, no one's going to like me. And everyone thinks he's a bit of a nerd. And one, and there's a girl that he pines over, and she's, she's beautiful. Yeah. Her name is Hollywood, Hollywood Sunset. Okay. Smith. Smith. And, Good. I was going to say it's a bit far-fetched, but you pulled it back. And, she, uh, and, he, and he pines over her, and uh, he's such a loser. One day, he gets beaten up. And he's, cause he's like, you're so ugly, no one's going to love you. But he gets beaten up, but in such a peculiar 
and specific way that he becomes so beautiful. His face gets mangled and oh, mushed yeah. up. So he's now such a beautiful guy. So it's the last penultimate day of term. He's like, oh, we've got to find love or I die. She's like, well, let's go out on a date. And so they, she's like, she takes a shine to him. Yeah. But um, they're so different that it doesn't really work. And both the main characters Jesus. get killed. We don't know. At the end of first series, yeah. they realise it's not love. But they don't, try make, they don't need to make a child then. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. But you That's do need to future. be in love. Right, and right. Uh, it's meant to be a play on how uh, the child. When you're a child, you pine over the most beautiful person, or just someone that you don't know. Mm. And then if you try and get what you want, they go. Yeah. Oh, so oh, I'm sorry, you're a cheerleader, and I'm just a nerd, or whatever. So it never works out. The people you find. So that's all that is. That's and awesome. And also the main character. I my plan yeah. was that it would be like they wouldn't ever actually cast anyone actually ugly in anything yes. like in Hollywood stuff so you know like Miss Congeniality at the beginning you go well you're stunning yeah, yeah. you're just wearing glasses and you're holding some books you're an absolute stunner yeah. this is ridiculous yeah. oh, oh my goodness you, you, you're not wearing a ponytail I didn't know ponytails were ugly like <laughs> and then all of a sudden they take the ponytail I was like that's fine mum has a ponytail she's a beautiful woman um, so he won't even be, he won't be that ugly yeah. but yeah and I, I see this running and running and running. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, so there's future potential, but at the end of the first season, both leads are potentially murdered. So potentially what... murdered, yeah. Is that the cliffhanger? Uh, no, uh, well, no they, they, they do survive, and it's all about them uh, trying to fool the system to prove they are in love. So that the government and then could it be that they're that trying to fall each other? They're trying to follow the system that they're falling in love, and as the series develop, it, they do fall in love through a, uh, through solidarity against the government. Exactly. Well, they're joining up against something, and they're learning things about each other that they didn't yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's teased. They're sort of teasing out of yes. each other. Yes. So the love does blossom in the end, and I guess yeah. And, it, and the, the ending is happy. They don't get killed. They end up with the family. And also, so it's also about Google's evil, right? Okay. It's all about that. <laughs> is that the subtitle? Yeah, because like it's Google. all about yeah, your watch. Google's evil. Google's all, evil all, right? your, all your, your like your watch can work out about heart rate and stuff like that, and all yeah. these things. It works out if you're in love or not. And it's like, but love is magic. You can't you, you can't, can't put, measure it. You can't exactly. measure magic. It's not about temperature so or the, heart rate. Yeah, or anything oh, that's like the title. That. It's called You Can't Measure Magic. Jane, write, okay, write that down. Action. Um, question. If so, you can't have a baby. So the only way you can make a baby is if you have sex with someone you love. Wouldn't all these teenagers just be shagging everywhere? <gasps> oh, yeah, fascinating. I'll be honest, have... it's not a plot hole. What happens? Does just nothing happen, or does like a, a goblin? Does like, does a, like goblin. a gremlin yeah, yeah, yeah. come out? Does like a, a gremlin come out? <laughs> like what, what? What is what is the outcome of a non-loved love? Really, so the op- you get the opposite of a baby. An old man. <laughs> yeah, the very a really old, birth. old man comes out. That you bear. You bear. You bear. You bear. The oldest man in the world, which doesn't really make sense, but you like, oh. he immediately hey, dies. What, no. What about if you're not in love? It's the man who has to who ends up carrying the child oh. and birthing it. So then there's this whole. Other, this is why no one's procreating as well because none of these men want to. Get squeeze a, they don't want to risk a baby out of them. And a man can't lie to a woman in this universe and say, Yeah, I love you, because then it'll be like, Oh, I've got it. I can't yeah. lie. I'm pregnant. Yeah, if you lie, then you're, you're just putting yourself on the. Oh, yeah. I like this. Each scene in the background, you've got like really heavily pregnant men just walking around, <laughs> looking, looking, <laughs> a, bit, looking a bit, looking a bit, looking a bit like, Oh, God. Oh. I was such a fool. Yeah. <laughs> so Christ. We, let's say casting wise, we can de age anyone. We can de age anyone these days. Who would be, you said, can't be anyone who's actually ugly. Because Hollywood would never do it. So we guess what would be a good actor to play 
beholder. <laughs> what about Dawson and Dawson's Creek and de-age him? Ooh. James Ooh. Vanderbeek. So just use yeah, James yeah, yeah. Vanderbeek like from that. Dawson's Creek and make him actually look like a teenager. Nice. That's and, great. And then how would you uglyify him for when for pre-beating up? Ponytail. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and also he he wore four pairs of glasses. So you know like it's also it's like you take glasses off. That's so four he, times he as had, ugly, yeah. Yeah, he had four pairs of glasses. Wow. And listen, I have glasses, so I'm allowed to say that. Um, <laughs> he does not have glasses. <laughs> To recap, we have David's idea, which is Love is War. The summary is Child 2, found in a cot outside a military base in Ohio. The US have adopted Child 2 to be the best highly trained killer by the age of 13. But then, due to budget cuts, they have to let him go. And Ralph puts him up for adoption. And he lives with the Warrens family and takes on the name Zack, where he must learn to become a regular kid. And Sophia Rose is his love interest at school. Russian intelligence are after him. He has to do a variety of things to kind of keep undercover. But really, it's a burgeoning romance between him and Sophia Rose. Absolutely. Lovely idea. Lovely idea. George's idea, One Night a Week, which is about Hannah, a 15-year-old who goes out every weekend with a big plan, but always ends up on the grassy verge. Uh, All the boys uh, and loads of other people will always join her on the verge, and there's a new crush and new group of people every week, potentially stripped across many different decades, so we can see how kids throughout the eras spend their day Yeah, that shoehorning in might have saved it at the end there. Perfect. Lovely. (laughs) And Adam's idea, You Can't Measure Magic, slash the eye of the beholder which is dystopian or utopian, about uh, kids who need to love someone by the time they leave school, otherwise they will be murdered. And the lead character, Beholder, is a particularly unattractive person, loads of glasses, ponytail, gets beaten up so much that he gets dinged back to perfection and then must <laughs> then must learn to love his uh, love interest, but then they don't actually get on, but maybe they do actually get on, and we can run this for however long as we want. It's really, the series just runs and runs. Little comedy. Yeah, yeah. comedy, yeah. So what do we think, as a group, best fits the category, which is teen first love TV programs? What do we think? For me, I think it's got to be Love is War because I like the Child 2 and Child 3 thing. I think it's exciting. I think it will appeal to teenagers and it's not cheesy. I also thought there's, there's room for... Um, this could be a book. <laughs> oh, you do the adaption the other you way. Can do, you, you read? You do... Mate, you think kids can read? So, okay, maybe not. There's, yeah, there's room for merchandise. There's merch as well in this yep. some, somehow, I think. I like merchandise and he's like, no, I need to look cool. Merch. Merch. You don't know it what you're there's about. Merch. It worked. They call it merch. Cool. I think God is war. God is war? Love is war. Love is God. God is... is. God is what? God is good. Love is war. I... <laughs> I liked it. I did like it. I... And yeah, I can relate to it. The main character. I, can't, I won't say too much, but I think <laughs> with um, it's the roll neck, isn't it? It's yeah, the yeah. I, I think um, the grass verge. It's you can see yourself in it, though. Yeah. So then it's a, it's some more like oh that could, that was me. And then people would in all the memes. This is what you got to get memes. You got to get yeah. good Instagram content. Yeah, true. You want people to share it and go. This is so me. And it's just like that moment when you are on a verge that's all of the posts exactly. it's like stuff like that just post that over and over again and it's like <laughs> oh when you when you when you are dumped on a verge stuff like that yeah, yeah. I think when I th- you're drinking on a verge I think the relatable side yeah. of things is yeah, what people good. are up for nowadays I, th- I think you're right. it could be this generation's in between us great okay so love is war <laughs> the winner of this episode is <laughs> love is war David's idea about an assassin who must lead a normal life at school and find love in the process everyone fantastic ideas all around though thank you very much cracking ideas all around Thank Thanks you. everyone for joining me. Great work. Thanks for Great having work. us. Thank you very much. 
This episode of Because You Watched featured David Brain, Georgia Maguire, Adam Hess, and me, Rory Binks. It was produced by Joe Grace and Martin Tricky. 